1: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrickin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter app, BD Entrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all had a great Monday. Four full games. Big day of action for us on the Diamond. I'm here to recap the little bit that took place. Get you ready for Tuesday's full day of action for the final full week of the baseball season. Let's get back to some Monday news and notes. Twins manager Rocco Baldelli announced Bailey Ober will start on Tuesday for the Minnesota Twins versus the A's, possibly giving Ober a two-step this week, which would be quite nice for the fantasy world. In results, though, Kent will work out of the bullpen in the upcoming series versus Oakland as they get him rested and ready for the postseason. Patrick Sandoval, the Angels, left Monday's game after walking his first two batters in the fourth inning. The disclosed injury is still undisclosed, as we are trying to figure that one out at the time of this recording. Nolan Chennault of the Angels as well left Monday's game in the seventh inning after fouling a ball off his leg earlier in the game. He stayed in for a few more innings, but left in the seventh as the discomfort was too much to bear. Cattell Marte, who missed Sunday's game due to an illness, was out of the lineup again on Monday, but was back with the D-backs team, at least, as he has been apparently battling a stomach bug had a case of the bubble guts. Apparently for Cattell Marte, reports are that Marte should rejoin the D-backs lineup in Chicago when they take on the White Sox on Tuesday. Max Scherzer, who's out for the rest of the season, is ramping up his throwing program in anticipation of the Rangers making the postseason, and Scherzer returning to the mound because why not? He's an animal that is Max Scherzer. Some more Rangers news. John Gray was removed from Monday's game with right wrist tightness. It was apparently precautionary. He left after six innings. He did a couple warm-up pitches in the seventh and left with trainers. Six strong innings from John Gray, one of his better starts of the season, and he is gone. Picked up the W, though, so that is big. All right, everybody, I talk a lot about PL Plus and PL Pro, and it's it's worth it. You know, you already get a bunch of great free content at PitcherList.com, written content, podcasts, and more. But with PL Plus, you get more content, more tools. You're in the front of the line for the next greatest things coming to PitcherList.com, and you get the Discord. You will not regret it. It's, it's great if you're a baseball fan, a fantasy baseball fan. The Discord is absolutely amazing. It's everything you could ever imagine in the term of fantasy baseball and baseball all in one spot. And when you join PL Plus and PL Pro and you get in that Discord, you also get access to Cubulist Discord, which is great because as you all know, week three of the fantasy football season wrapped up on Monday night. And you might have some fantasy football questions coming up because we're almost a quarter of the way through the football season, which is crazy. But in the QB List Discord, you get your start sit questions, your waiver wire questions, and much, much more answered for you at the, the flick of a wrist, a snap of a finger, however term you prefer. QB list has you covered over there in the picture list discord becoming a member at PO plus and PL pro. So I highly recommend it. You will not regret it. Some hitting highlights from Monday, Oswald Peraza of the New York Yankees went one for three with a home run, a run scored two RBIs on a walk. And uh, it's been an up and down season for Peraza. Very, very high expectations coming into the season. Hasn't really materialized, but on Monday, Peraza went one for three with a homer, a run scored two RBIs on a walk. Since September 1st, Peraza is hitting 274 with six doubles, two home runs, six runs scored, and eight RBIs. Maybe something to build off of for 2024. In that same game, Austin Wells, uh, prospect catcher for the Yankees, went two for four with a home run, two runs scored, and two RBIs. He was called up on September 1st and got off to a very slow start. But over Wells' last seven games, he's hitting 280 with three doubles, two home runs, four runs scored, and four RBIs. Starting to show that big-time prospect pedigree. Many expected with Austin Wells, Mitch Garver. He went three for three with a home run, a run scored, a ribby, and a walk on Monday as he continues to have his monster second half of the season. Since September first, Garver's hit in three hundred one with six home runs, fifteen runs scored, and fourteen RBIs. Just goes to show you you can find catchers on the waiver wire, folks. Some starting pitching highlights from Monday. Usually, I try to take some obscure guys, but we went with three aces who, who just shoved on Monday night. Two for teams that needed it, when it mattered most. The first one, though, not so much. They're out of the playoff race, but Logan Webb of the Giants wanted to highlight this. Nine innings pitched, one run, nine hits, no walks, seven Ks, picked up the win. That's obviously a great ERA, a whip of one in the game. Uh, he had 10 whiffs and a 32% CSW. Webb has been outstanding this, this season. That's why I want to highlight this. On the season, Webb has a 325 ERA, a 296 XFIP. And he has 194 Ks and 216 innings pitched. There's a very good chance that Logan Webb is going to lead all of Major League Baseball in innings pitched this season. The first Giant to do so since Gaylord Perry back in the 1970s. Pretty impressive stuff from Logan Webb on a season where the Giants had a lot of ups and more downs. It feels like Logan Webb was a model of stability in that rotation and goes to show you that he is a workhorse. And one of the bugaboos in the past is, well, he can't strike guys out. Well, when you go that many innings, you get the job done. The, sink, the sinkers worked for him all season, but he's mixed it, He's pitch mixed it very, very well to get strikeouts as well. So Logan Webb proving that uh, he's more than just a ground ball pitcher for the San Francisco Giants. Justin Verlander. It's been an up and down go, some like five inning starts, but he was great on Monday. Eight innings, one earned, three hits, one walk, eight Ks. He had a shutout going into the ninth allowed a run and was pulled. They tried to give him the complete game. Would have been his first complete game with this no-hitter in 2019. Verlander had 11 whiffs and a 30% CSW against Seattle in a big-time playoff potential game against the Mariners. Uh, over the 10 starts, Verlander has made with the Houston Astros since the trade on August 5th. Verlander has pitched 63 innings, 25 earned runs, and 58 strikeouts. He has been great since the trade deadline. Last but not least, Blake Snell continues to just lock up the NL Cy Young. Six shutout innings of four hits, two walks, and seven Ks against the Giants on Monday. Snell had 21 whiffs and a 39% CSW in those six innings. Absolutely amazing stuff from Blake Snell. A little, little uh, tweet that Frank Stanville from CBS Sports put out there, so I want to give him a shout-out for this. Over Snell's last 23 starts, and I've been documenting a lot of this on recent shows, like three runs less, all this stuff. Over Snell's last 23 starts three earned runs or less in all 23. He has two earned runs or less in 21 of those 23. One earned run in 17 of those 23. And out of those 23 starts, 13 of those starts, he allowed zero runs, zero earned runs. That is the definition of dominance. But if you want a little more dominance, I dug this one up for you. Over those 23 starts, he threw 135 innings. Blake Snell struck out 186 batters in those 135 innings. That is, If that doesn't scream Cy Young, I don't know what does, but congratulations, Blake Snell. He's scheduled for another start to, uh, at the end of the week. You'd imagine he throws it just to put a little cherry on top of his Cy Young. He doesn't need to, though. It's his. Enjoy it. Congrats. Second Cy Young of his career, one in the AL, one in the NL. Select few have ever done that. Make sure to tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Monday. We have one. One save out of the four games, that was Clay Holmes picked up his 22nd save of the year for the New York Yankees. Make sure you all read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on pitchlist.com for more information about all things relief pitching. All right, before we take a peek at Tuesday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors.
0: When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today.
1: And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Hedrickin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. We have an 11-game main DFS slate for you on Tuesday. There's some earlier games, but 11 games start at 7.07 p.m. Eastern time. Some of the bats we're looking for on this slate, the White Sox take on Zach Davies. That's been a recipe for success. White Sox will be low-owned as well, so that's pretty nice. Dodgers versus Ryan Feltner and Coors Field is going to be outstanding. You got the Angels versus Andrew Heaney and a bullpen game because Heaney's been pitching out of the bullpen of late. So I'm not sure how deep he goes in that game for Texas. Love the Cubs versus Bryce Elder. Cubs bats are swinging it hot. Elder has not been good. And then you got Seattle versus the ever up and down Christian Javier. So if I have to make one stack and it'll probably be chalky, give me Dodgers and the Cubbies for that one. Some pitching on Tuesday. Braxton Garrett takes on the New York Mets. Garrett has been outstanding of late. Looking forward to that one. Seth Lugo versus the Giants. Adrian Hauser is a discounted play against St. Louis. Hauser's been very, very good over his last three or four starts. And then a very intriguing one at only $6,000. Michael King, who's been nothing but outstanding since joining the Yankees rotation, takes on the Blue Jays in Toronto. And the Jays are playing really well, trying to hold on to one of those wild card spots. Really interesting game, but 6K for Michael King should be uber chalk. And on paper, looks like very, very good chalk. So if you just want to punt pitching, you can go King and Hauser, get all the bats you want, go King and Garrett and get plenty of bats. Lots of ways to go on the 11-game slate. Some things I'm looking forward to on Tuesday, King versus Gossman. Looking forward to seeing what Michael King can continue to do in that Yankees rotation. Going up against Kevin Gossman, who's still trying to fight off Garrett Cole for that AL Cy Young Award. That should be a fun one there. You got the Rays versus the Red Sox. Red Sox are out of it, with the Rays. still uh, They've locked up uh, the playoffs most likely. But you get Zach Gafflin versus Tanner Houck. That should be a fun one in uh, Boston. And then Justin Steele, he's out of the Cy Young race, but you still want to cap off a strong season, get ready for the postseason. Steele takes on the Braves in Atlanta, and that is never a friendly competition, so it'll be a real test for Steele because it, it, you know these are going to be what the playoff matchups are like. Let's see how he handles the Braves now. Should be a fun one on a Tuesday. And last but not least, the series continues in Seattle, Houston versus Seattle, Javier versus Kirby. This is a big one. The Mariners are reeling right now; they've lost four straight, three to the Rangers one to the Astros. These are games they have to win. They're falling out of playoff contention with these games because Rangers won on Monday as well. So just knocking the Mariners back. Javier is a, a pitcher that you can get to these days, and Kirby has been very, very up and down. So it should be a fun one, Javier versus Kirby on that one. But i will do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books, a little shorter than usual, but we only have four games to talk about. So not a whole lot of news and notes to go over for you we'll have plenty more tomorrow when i recap tuesday's action on the diamond get you ready for wednesday but for now this was the first pitch podcast tuesday september 26th edition i hope you all have a great day
0: this has been the first pitch podcast brought to you by
1: pitcherlist.com if you enjoyed today's episode rate us on itunes Follow us on Twitter at PitcherList and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.